The following is an exclusive presentation of BYU Athletics in association with BYU Broadcasting. It's time for BYU Women's Soccer, live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Deep cross, headed toward Craven in! A goal by Elise Blake, and the Cougars open up on top! This is Cougar Pre-Match Live. Coming up, we'll hear from head coach Jennifer Rockwood, and we'll get a look at today's starting lineups. Let's begin our coverage of BYU Women's Soccer and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Good evening, Cougar soccer fans, and welcome pitch side inside South Field on the BYU campus here in Provo, Utah. Tonight, the fifth-ranked BYU Cougars welcome the Gales of St. Mary's with the Cougars seeking a third straight win and trying to remain one of the nation's only two unbeaten teams. I'm Greg Grubel, and I'll have tonight's play-by-play call. And with me for the first time this season is the former BYU soccer standout Elena Anderson. She was... Elena Medeiros, when she starred for BYU, ending up in the Cougar career top 20 in both goals and assists. Elena, good to be with you again, of course. And uh, speaking of goals and assists, this 2019 BYU squad lighting it up on both accounts. Top 10 nationally in both total scores and total helpers. BYU 12-0-1 on the year, ranked 5th by the coaches, top of the table in the WCC, and on pace for a high seed in the NCAA tournament. It's already been a great year with much more still in store. Definitely. I mean, you can't really ask much more from a team than what this 2019 has already done. They're getting the job done on all sides of the ball, offense, defense. I know you just mentioned a lot of the offensive highlights. I might also add the strength of the defense. You have a lot of veteran players on this back line, and they're leading the WCC in shutouts and goals allowed all season. And I think that's pretty remarkable for a team. And I believe that this BYU team keeps performing how they have up to this point in the season. They're going to make a big run in the NCAA tournament this year. That is the hope. It's looking good so far. Coming up after the break, we'll hear from BYU head coach Jennifer Rockwood as BYU women's soccer coverage continues live from Southfield on the new skin, BYU Sports Network and the WCC Network. This is Cougar Pre-Match Live. It's time to get the scoop on today's match from head coach Jennifer Rockwood. Let's rejoin the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Welcome back to Southfield here in Provo, Utah, home of the BYU Cougars and the nation's best attendance numbers. BYU, the only program in the country drawing 3,000-plus fans per game, current number of 3,000 467 leads NCAA Division I. Tonight's match concluding BYU's three-game homestand. After this evening, Cougs will be on the road for three of their next four. Time now for our pre-match interview with BYU head coach Jennifer Rockwood, brought to you by Zions Bank. For banking that helps you tackle every financial challenge, Zions Bank is for you. And with 13 goals scored in its first three WCC games and already a plus-10 goal differential in league play, BYU is on a roll. So I asked Jen uh, where this uh, 2019 squad may be compared to the most prolific teams she's ever coached here at BYU. You know, I think uh, 2016 was one of our better attacking groups uh, for sure with Ash and Murph and Nadia and Elena and a great attacking group. But I think this group... um, you know, because of how our back lines plays and how our uh, wings attack so much, it just gives us a little bit more advantage where we're able to unbalance defenses because they've got to account for, you know, our wings flying up the field. And so um, we've worked a lot on it. I mean, this is a kind of a combination of, of several spring seasons of being in front of the goal and reps and 1v1s. And, uh, you know, I think we're really benefiting from all of that hard work that's come to this point. You take a look at the last game in particular, both the forwards get goals, all three of the attacking midfielders get goals. Yeah, no question, and you know, something we're consistently talking about is, 
you know, keeping the ball, making our opponents uncomfortable, um, attacking nice and early, and, uh, you know, it keeps the girls hungry and it keeps us playing at a, at a really high pace and it allows us to dictate the speed of play, which is what we want to do um, if we're always trying to get at the back line and trying to get uh, our attack going right from the get-go. How nice was it to have new goal scorers last week? SJ gets her first two back-to-back games. McKaylee comes off and gets one. You know, she can get going when she gets one. Yeah, we've 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 said all year how deep our our group is, and uh, we have interchanged a lot uh, with our attack, our attacking four players. Um, we've seen different people come in, and I think every almost everybody's got on the board now. And it's great to see McKaylee. She scored a lot of great goals for us in conference last year, and and uh, had a great header and, uh, you know, kind of hopefully open the door for her to uh, feel confident and, and get some more good looks uh, in front of the goal because she's a great goal scorer. I think after last week, I think you now have a 13 different goal scorers on this year's roster. Uh, when you hear that you have a roster that has scored almost 100 goals as a group, 97 for this, I mean, what does that say to you? Yeah, I wouldn't have thought that, but it says we have a lot of great experience on our team and uh, a lot of kids that uh, have spent a lot of time in front of the goal over the course, again, of, of their career. You look at you know, someone like Elise and Lizzie and, and you know, some of those older kids who, like I said, we've, we've worked a lot in the offseason on our finishing and our composure and our confidence in front of the goal, and it's really paying off right now. You could single out a lot of people, but I want to talk about Lizzie Braby for a second. And her senior season, mm-hmm. and she's in a real good way right now. She is, and and she just works so hard. You know, she's she's a great leader on our team by example, and um, she's just so skilled. She's technically comfortable with the ball at her feet, and we've just been trying to get her to go at people and not hesitate. When she doesn't hesitate, you can't stop her. She's uh, uh, feeling confident now. She's hit some really nice shots. She can go with her left or her right, um, and she's also given us some good assists. You approach every game the same way. I bring up St. Mary's, a team that hasn't won a game yet in league. You haven't lost a game yet in league, and you're really rolling right now. What's the right way to take on a team like St. Mary's that hasn't ever beaten BYU? I think just the same way we have looked at every game this year. It's worked for us, so we're, we're not trying to change anything right now. We're just doing the same type of preparation, um, just focusing on the game and our opponent, knowing that you know St. Mary's uh, just you know until about a week and a half ago they'd only given up 10 goals and uh, defensively that says something and uh, you know so that's that's kind of like Pacific was they've been a little stingy in the goals but hopefully that gives us that motivation to get out there and get after them right from the beginning and just really impressed with the team even at Pacific at the second half um, we're up three goals but they still were attacking like it was the beginning of the game and and that kind of mentality and maturity of this group is you know something we expect to continue. If you were to win out this year in league and Santa Clara were to mm-hmm. do the same, you'd be tying for a championship and the auto bid would come down to goal differential. Mm-hmm. How much of that is, is in the back of your mind in terms of you can't let off the gas? I think that that's not something that is motivating us necessarily right now. I think it's just, again, each game trying to put the ball in the back of the net. We haven't really talked much about that um, because we can't control what Santa Clara does. But I think for us, we've talked about staying consistent and and making – trying to make a statement with each game i mean uh, controlling our rpi the only way we can control that right now is winning we can't control what it does after we win um but we can certainly try and make statements each game and that's something we have talked about finally the st mary's weekend is an alumni weekend for you tell us a little bit about uh, what's going to be going on this weekend and how exciting it is to see so many of your players back yeah, it's, uh, it's really exciting. I, I haven't been uh, involved in the planning of it for the last few years, and I kind of took the lead on it this year, and it's been fun to 
to email back and forth and, and hear back from so many players that are excited to come. And we're, we're going to have a huge group. We're going to have dinner for 350 people here right before the game. And, and a lot of alumni will be here with their family, and it's just always fun. We're fortunate that we get to see a lot of the alumni. There, a lot of them still live in Utah or have moved away and come back. Um, and then when we travel, we get a lot of alumni that come to the game. So it's, uh, it's awesome. They've built this program, and it's always exciting to see them. And hopefully you guys have put on a bit of a show for them. That's the plan, yes. Right. And thank you. We'll talk to you after the match. All right, thanks. That is BYU head coach Jennifer Rockwood. Coming up next, Cougar Pre-Match Live continues as we hear from junior midfielder and reigning WCC Player of the Week, Michaela Coulihan. Coverage of BYU women's soccer continues on the new skin, BYU Sports Network and the WCC Network. It's time to hear from the Cougars themselves as we head back to the broadcast booth for our pre-match interview. Here's the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Hello once again from Southfield on the beautiful BYU campus here in Provo, Utah. Tonight, BYU looks to go 7-0 at home and improve to 13-0-1 overall as the Cougars welcome in the St. Mary's Gales. St. Mary's has never defeated BYU. The Cougs 8-0-1 all-time against St. Mary's with a combined scoreline of 33-7. In the Cougars' favor, I'm Greg Grubel with me, former Cougar Elena Anderson, formerly Elena Medeiros, and we are coming to you tonight on the New Skin BYU Sports Network, and we are heard on our flagship station, BYU Radio, 107.9 FM, on the BYU Cougars app, and at BYUCougars.com slash live radio, as well as ESPN 960 AM and the ESPN 960 app. You can hear radio broadcasts and the highlights on demand via the BYU Women's Soccer Podcast and also at BYURadio.org. Just look for shows and then look for BYU Women's Soccer. Well, the Cougs come into tonight off of back-to-back home wins, 5-1 over Pepperdine and then 6-0 over Pacific. And while BYU got goals from the usual suspects, we're talking about Elise Flake, Michaela Coulihan, and Cam Tucker, the Cougs really spread it around last week. In addition to the big three, Lizzie Braby scored twice. SJ Affleck scored twice. Reserves Ashton Brockbank and McKaylee Moore each scored goals. As of tonight, the players on the current BYU roster have combined for 97 career goals. That's a ton of goals from one group of players, Elena. And this is a team with the firepower really up and down the roster. Opponents have to really pick their poison and try to figure out how to defend this group. Yeah, a lot of goals, like you said. And I think that's something this BYU program has always prided themselves in, is the attack coming from everywhere on the field. And I can only imagine the complexity of the game plans opponents have to put together. Like you mentioned, you can't just shut down Flake or Coolahan or Tucker. There's Bravey's left foot cut and shot. Yeah. There's Tucker's 1v1s. Even Rachel Lyman's, her crosses on those... Uh, on the end, there's weapons all over the field, and I believe that's a big reason why this team is doing so well. They know and believe that goals can come from anywhere on this pitch. And that's the way it's been. 42 goals through 13 games for BYU so far. Time now for our pre-match player interview. And this evening, we talk with junior midfielder and Herman Trophy nominee Michaela Coulihan, who this past week earned her second WCC Player of the Week award this year. She's really the engine that uh, makes this BYU offense run. Eight goals, four assists on the season, 16 goals, and 16 assists for her BYU career. We talked in the lead-up to today's game about uh, just how well things are clicking for this team with the best record in all of Division One. Really good. I mean, I think you can see from just that practice, it's like a competitive atmosphere, but it's healthy I mean it's it's a good thing so yeah. something else we see is a lot of ball skill there's a lot of talent on this team yeah for sure it's really cool to see like players that come in and just in the few months of experience playing with uh, our team how good they get on the ball and stuff okay congrats on being the WCC player of the week for a second time this year thank you 
big week last week for the team, most importantly, right? Yeah, for sure. Always, always good to get results like we did. Five goals, six goals, and then people begin to expect that that's the norm for people. But you guys can be that good. Yeah, that's that's kind of what we were just talking about in our meeting today is how um, people can say what they want about our conference, you know, but if we go and beat whoever we play, six, five or six nothing, and make statements every game, I mean, it makes us look that much better. So You're back in the coach's top five. Uh, what does that say about the program to you? I think it just shows uh, it's a kind of explains the work we've put in and preseason and just the results that we've got obviously the uh, quality of soccer that we've played and I think we deserve it for sure I mean we haven't played a team above us but I think if we did we'd be right there and it shows the the level that we can compete at okay, you know that if you win out you can do no worse than share the WCC championship it's another thing we're talking about is if we take care of what we control um, set ourselves up for the tournament and hopefully get a good seed and it's always in the back of your head, and especially coming off last year, how we felt like we could have a good chance and only went to the first game. And so you always use that as motivation and stuff, but you got to stay focused and take care of the next game ahead of you first. So, okay, What's most important to you right now, the NCAA tournament or a WCC championship? WCC championship first. But St. Mary's before that tomorrow. Take care of them first. <laughs> yes, well done. So St. Mary's is a team that down a little bit, haven't won a game yet in the league. There's a clear disparity. That gives them that much motivation, and you know that every team, especially that comes to Provo but plays us anywhere, they're going to bring their best game. I mean, if they beat us, it's a really big win, so it's a lot of motivation. Just like if we were to play a team above us, we would have that much more um, desire to win. So, yeah, we expect them to bring their best game. This game ends a three-game homestand for you. How nice has it been to be back on South Field for a couple weeks? It's so fun. It's so fun to play in front of our crowd, and I think we play really well at home. Last week saw a bunch of different people score goals. I mean, we expect goals from a certain group of players, but then we had you know, McKaylee get her first, SJ get her first two as a BYU Cougar, so it's nice to see that it's coming from other places too. Yeah, for sure. I mean, that just goes to show, subs or not, I mean, everybody's capable of scoring and giving us good quality minutes, so it's good to give those people confidence and as well as, like, somebody needs a break the subs coming in give raise the level rather than drop off as much focus as has been on the offense defense is kind of lights out right now aren't they yeah they're amazing I mean I can't remember what they're ranked nationally now but I know that throughout the beginning of the season they've been really like really high on the rankings and goals against we've done really well at and so it's really good to see them and Sabrina doing really good of course it's a team-wide thing and how much even the forwards and midfielders back do you focus on 1v1 defending forwards and midfielders a little bit more on the press I don't know we we put a lot of emphasis on our press just because we put teams under and are able to win balls in our attacking third and that that's huge for us offensively it makes us more dangerous you know so but I think everywhere our 1v1 defending has increased this year from last year and that's been a big difference for us Uh, it's shaping up to be a special season what to you will make it as special as possible for sure winning the WCC and then uh, hopefully going far into the tournament I think that we we're capable of a lot, and I think it's just living, taking it game by game once we get there and just believing in ourselves and knowing that we can go we can go as far as anyone. I really think that we can compete with anyone in the country. So, okay. How would you describe this team's chemistry? It's awesome, and that's another thing that I think has been so big for us, especially last year. I mean, since I've been here, it's just continually increased every year. Our chemistry on and off the field is amazing, and I think we all truly like spending time together, and that's why we work so well together. The St. Mary's game is going to feature a lot of BYU's alumni getting out at halftime and being recognized. There's a little function before the game as well. Do you sometimes have to sit back and realize just what Jen has done with this program over a quarter century? Yeah, it's amazing. I mean, you look at the players that have come through BYU and have had amazing careers, and that's that's a big tribute to Jen and the, the recruiting she does, the players she attracts, and the way she builds them up once they get there. I mean, 
BYU has an awesome program, so it's really cool. How proud are you to be a part of that tradition now? Really good. It's, it's uh, super humbling to be here and play among some of the best players that have played, so yeah. Well, you're one of those best players. It's been fun watching you play this season. Uh, good luck the rest of the way. Thanks, Kayla. Thanks, Greg. That is BYU junior midfielder and WCC Player of the Week, Michaela Coulihan. Cougar Pre-Match Live continues from Southfield right after this on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. All right, so back with you from Southfield in Provo, where tonight it's number five BYU taking on St. Mary's. The Cougs 12-0-1 on the season, 2-0-1 in the WCC. St. Mary's 6-6-1, 0-2-1 in league. If you've already got to two league losses this early, uh, you're not in the mix for conference title contention. And with a no-league tournament, you've got to get it done in the regular season. Uh, definitely the most uphill of climbs for the visitors from Moraga here tonight. Travis Clark in, the, uh, in his fifth year as the head coach of the Gales. He entered league play on a roll, though, with three straight wins. But since conference play uh, has gotten underway, it's a three straight games without a win. A 4-0 loss to USF, a 5-0 loss at San Diego, and then a 1-1 draw at home versus Portland on the weekend. I spoke with Coach Clark after his team's morning run-through today here at Southfield and asked him about uh, what his team uh, maybe has been lacking as they've gone from three straight wins to three straight winless and what they have to do to get back to their winning ways. I think the biggest thing is just the how competitive the WCC is, you know, like playing against San Francisco, you know, they have those two forwards up front, one specifically, Makaya Madison. I mean, she's probably if not the one of the most athletic players in our conference. And um, even when that game was 0-0, it's like you still kind of in the back of your mind kind of knew Makaya Madison might be able to to do something. And, you know, at the beginning of the second half, she got in line and and we gave up a goal. And then like two minutes later, we gave up another goal off of a goal kick. And then at that point, you know, it was just a little bit of a struggle for our team. Um, And then San Diego, it was, you know, I think San Francisco and San Diego, both of those were even games like on the field. It's just... San Francisco we kind of like lost focus for six or seven minutes and that's Mm -hmm. when we gave up those goals and then San Diego four of the five were just directly off corner kicks you know other than that the game was pretty even and so um, we had a really good performance against Portland we thought and um, you know it's just a matter of right now for us just to be competitive in, in these games right now. And grabbed a point almost at the death there against Portland. Yeah and that's uh you know I thought we could have had a couple chances in the run of play as well as you know, Portland had some chances in the run of play. And then same with overtime. I mean, both teams could have won the game in overtime as well. But, yeah, to score, uh, the way things had been going for us, though, to to score a goal at the end like that, you know, with 13 seconds left, I think it was it showed how, how much they still want it. Even though they had a couple of kind of games get away from them, the fact that when that ball went out of bounds for a corner kick, I yeah. mean, they very easily could have just let the time run out at that point. But, I mean, every one of our players was game. sprinting yeah. into the box. And, yeah, it was a good result for us. And having given up the San Diego corners like you did, good to get one on your own. Yeah, for end. sure. That was It was really exciting, you know, to be honest with you. And then we had a couple of really good chances to win the game in overtime. And um, it's just unfortunate that we missed those chances because I think we could have got three points out of that game. How was your set-piece marking in the Portland game compared to where you'd been maybe against San way Diego? More, way more organized. It wasn't as much the set-piece marking, I thought, too. It was just San Diego... The player that they had taking the corners, I mean, it was the best corner kick that I've seen. Mm. Just the the weight of the ball, where she placed it, uh, you know, the bend that she had on it. I mean, some of them were like, you know, it didn't matter who hit it, an attacker or a defender, it might go in, right? I mean, yeah. she was putting them in there pretty hard, and it was it was just tough to defend. Games have not been getting away from you really this year, right? Defense has been a kind of a strong suit. Yeah, we've been pretty solid all year, except for those two games, yeah. really. Um, you know, we had a we beat Cal Baptist and they're doing really well. You know, we beat Montana and they're doing really well. 
Um, you know, we beat UC Davis when they were doing really well. You know, we have the tie against Portland. You know, we're, you know, I think we're a mid-level team that's pretty competitive right now. I think we, you know, we're a team that, you know, can lose to Idaho State somehow and then tie Portland, right? So we're one of those teams that can probably, you know, a game could get away from us a little bit, but we also could beat anyone too. We, we have the athleticism to beat anyone probably. Okay. If, uh, if, like, if, if, if the team doesn't take us super seriously, you know, because I think Nayeli Diaz and, uh, and Kailana Keao are pretty impactful forwards and uh, just athletically, and they've been kind of injured all year, so now they're fully healthy. So, you know, this is kind of what we're going to look like couple thoughts then on BYU uh, I mean you, you know watched watched some of the games like live when they were live and then some games just pulled the videos and watched but you know I think it's the best BYU team that I've seen since I've been at St. Mary's I think you know in the past they've you know just you know they they could play soccer really well but they're you know just more athletic than everyone else to get end line and cross it a lot lots of counterattacks. You know, now it looks like they, you know, they build a lot and play soccer a lot and keep the ball a lot. And, you know, they might have the best player in the conference and the center midfielder. Um, I mean, it's the best BYU team that I've seen. And I know maybe there's been better BYU teams previously, but this is the best gotcha. one that I've seen. Okay. Yeah. So, and I mean, then, I, think, I think they have a chance to, you know, to win the conference. The thing with our team right now is, like, they're excited to play against BYU right now, and they tend sometimes to do well in these types of games. I know I say this every year, but... <laughs> We always can get a result against one of the top teams, and we tend to do that every year, whether it's Portland or Pepperdine or somebody. Um, so it just matters which which group shows up tonight for us. And then the last thing would be a strength of the league as you're kind of assessing it so far. Uh, it's the I think it's the strongest the league has been since I've been here this season. I think we have you know three or four teams at the top, including you know San Francisco right now that is kind of right on the bubble as well. I mean we could be we could have three three teams get in maybe even Pepperdine depending on how like the last you know you have Pepperdine in San Francisco and BYU and Santa Clara and then you know even Portland if Portland starts winning some games at the end their RPI they're close enough um you know I think we have five or six teams in the top 100 in the RPI right now I mean it's pretty it's, it's the best I've seen in the conference since I've been here as well and I think we have you know with BYU and Santa Clara I mean there's two teams that legitimately could you know, make a pretty deep run in the playoffs this year. Great to get your uh, insight pre-match here. Have a good one and uh, safe travels. Yeah, thank you very much. That is St. Mary's head coach, Travis Clark, leading us into tonight's Wilner and O'Reilly Laws of the Game feature, brought to you by Wilner and O'Reilly. Immigration solutions in Utah and abroad at wilneroreilly.com. Here's tonight's soccer rules question. A foul is called for which the restart is an indirect free kick, but the referee fails to give the appropriate hand or arm signal. The kick is taken, and the ball goes directly into the goal. Is this ruled a goal? The answer coming up next, as well as tonight's starting lineups and the opening kick as Cougar Pre-Match Live continues from Southfield on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Welcome back to Cougar Pre-Match Live, getting you ready for BYU women's soccer. For more pre-match coverage, here's Elena Anderson and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Right to back at Southfield here in Provo, BYU and St. Mary's straight ahead, starting lineups coming right up. First up, the answer in tonight's soccer rules question in Wilner and O'Reilly's Laws of the Game segment. Here's tonight's rules question. Before we give you the rules question, let's pause 10 seconds for station identification on the new skin, BYU Sports Network and the WCC Network. All right, to our Laws of the Game segment in tonight's rules question, a foul is called for which the restart is an indirect free kick, but the referee fails to give the appropriate hand or arm signal. The kick is taken, and the ball goes directly into the goal. Is this ruled a goal? And the ruling is no goal. The kick shall be retaken, 
since the referee failed to give the correct signal indicating an indirect free kick. That's Laws of the Game brought to you by Wilner and O'Reilly. And this is BYU Women's Soccer on the new skin BYU Sports Network and the WCC Network.